From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. As a credit union branch manager in the 90s, Chris Lawrence found it frustrating how many members would have payroll deduction through the institution, but keep their primary financial relationship elsewhere. They simply didn't consider the credit union for most loans, investments, and other services. He says the same issue remains widespread today. Lawrence is working hard to change this as CUNA's Chief Credit Union Awareness Officer. Since June of 2019, Lawrence has led CUNA's awareness initiative, Open Your Eyes to a Credit Union, a digital-first marketing campaign that's raising consumer consideration of credit unions. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, Lawrence shares highlights from the initiative's first year, how research shapes the effort, challenges in raising consumers' consideration of credit unions, next steps, and more. So you've been with CUNA now for oh, about six months or so. How is it being back in the credit union movement? Really, really good. Having started my career in credit unions, uh, it was very exciting You know, when the opportunity came up to, to rejoin. I think the thing about credit unions is there's so much passion around doing good. Uh, it's people helping people and it comes out in, in just the, the most interesting ways. So the Open Your Eyes uh, campaign has really kind of allowed uh, me to be able to see what credit unions are doing on the ground level and their, on their local level. People talk about work-life balance. What I see in credit unions is people have life's work. You know, they're very passionate about, they're very um, connected to their communities. They're very connected to where they work. They're very connected to after work. They're doing things with each other. So it's just, it's really exciting. And it makes it very easy to work in that environment because it makes you want to come to work every day. What attracted you most about the chance to lead Open Your Eyes? So credit unions are unique in that they focus on people. They're not focused on profits. And in that process, they are very focused on doing what's good for the whole membership. And so when the opportunity came up to actually spread that word with consumers and to help make market share larger for credit unions, for me, it was just like, I get to be a part of something that's going to grow, not something that we're trying to rebuild, or but we're actually using the good in financial services, which are the credit unions, and trying to open the eyes of consumers who just don't have that relationship now. So it was a very energizing, very exciting Came in on my first day and got to make a trip to uh, Cornerstone League in Texas and talk with them about uh, Open Your Eyes and learn from them about how they were going to implement it on a local level. It's been like that since day one, running and running, running and going and visiting and seeing and hearing from credit unions directly, you know, what they're going to do with the campaign. So there's a lot of research behind the campaign. Can you tell me a little bit about how the research has, has shaped the Open Your Eyes to a Credit Union campaign? You know, I, I will tell you in the 20 plus years that, you know, that I've been in financial services and starting out in credit unions, it's been amazing that the primary financial institution approach has been what credit unions were looking for. And I think there was an assumption that people just didn't know what a credit union was. The research found that people knew what a credit union was. Actually, 98% of consumers surveyed knew what a credit union was. They just didn't know if they could join one. And then second of all, they didn't know 
if they did join, was it going to be something that was going to be localized? So it was just at their employer. It was just in their community. So if they put their money there, were they going to be able to get that money out? Or were they going to be able to have access to it? Or was it just for car loans or a house loan or a you know, personal loan? And it's fascinating from a research perspective that we probably as an industry didn't fully understand why we weren't gaining market share, but now we do. So now we can go out and actually target market to people that we want to become members and bring them in and speaking to them in the language that they want to be spoken to about. So we can talk to them about easy access. We can talk to them about mobile banking. We can talk to them about all the things about how they can join which they probably were not going to investigate, you know, on their own. So it's a really good way of using research to help inform and then deliver um, so that you get the best response. So when you've rolled out the campaign, what research components have you found most useful in, in promoting it? So I think using the targeted markets. So looking for those folks that are unsettled beginners. So the 24 to 34 year olds, those people that millennials that are basically getting their, you know, getting their start in life, helping them, you know, establish a financial relationship. And then we're looking at the future thinkers, those people that are 35 to let's say 54, those people that are already in life. Um, they have probably have kids. They're buying homes. They're, you know, probably sending their kid to college at this point. Those two groups of people are the most hungry for a solid financial relationship. And so using the research and finding out that those targets who are in market. And so when we say in market, we're talking about those people that have done a search online for a financial product. They've looked up a bank or they've looked up a credit union or they've specifically taken an action that indicated that they were going to be about to do something financial. So they've looked for a car, they've looked for a house, they've gone to realtor.com. They've done the thing that says, I'm going to be buying something. And so therefore, I will need a loan or I will need a financial relationship. So using that data, that's how we're using our research to target those consumers and deliver to them information about a credit union. And so our whole goal is to increase the unaided consideration. So when we go back and do our research in a year, we want to be able to say to people, if you're going to buy a car, you're going to buy a house, or you're going to you know, open an IRA, who are you going to do it with? We want people to say credit union before they say anything else. And right now, we know our research shows that unaided consideration puts us in the low teens of the people that we're looking for. We want to raise that so that we're a top of mind of people. And that's going to take a number of years of presenting them with marketing that's very specific to them so that credit union rolls off the top of their tongue without even thinking. I'm sure you get asked a lot of questions about the campaign. What are some of the most common questions that credit union people ask you? When will I start seeing members walking through the door? And it's a reminder, the campaign is not designed to deliver a specific person to a specific credit union. You know, the campaign is a consideration campaign to start. This is going to be a multi-year effort. And so what we're trying to do is to get consumers to think credit union, people who didn't think credit union before. So there won't be people that are going to specifically go, hmm, I'm going to use the locator and I'm going to go through this long list of credit unions and I'm going to find the one that's perfect for me. And so what we say to our contributor credit unions is you have to use the open your eyes marketing in your market so that if we've planted the seed via digital advertising to a specific target, so whether it's somebody that's you know a future thinker or somebody that's an unsettled beginner, and they see the marketing, 
And then they're driving down the street and they see the big billboard that has the same marketing or they see a credit union in their local market that has a sign up in their window that says, have you opened your eyes to a credit union? They make the connection and go, that's where I need to go. You know, that's the important thing. And so that's where the leads come in. And that's where the credit union can then begin to track the number of new members. They need to ask, how did you hear about us? Oh, you saw an ad or you saw something that triggered you to think. You know, anybody in marketing knows it's usually not one thing that gets someone to you know, to act. It's usually multiple things, but it's very scientifically served, you know, that I was thinking about doing something and just so happened I got the, you know, I got the ad that said that was my tipping point. That was my, you know, my indication to go and do a quick Google search and find the credit union that was near me. The second question that we get asked is we're a very rural or, you know, small outside the city limits credit union, is this campaign going to help us? And the answer to that is an overwhelming yes. So we geofence the state, but then we're targeting the people. So those people live everywhere in the country, in the city. And yeah, you're probably going to see more people in, let's say, the city, you know, because more people live in the metropolitan area. But that doesn't mean that's where the only place those ads are going to be served. So the ads are served where the people are. So you can be in the very nook and cranny of the state, or you can be in the major city, but we're spreading it all over the state, not in one particular metro area. Has anything surprised you about the launch of the campaign? Surprised? Yes. Millennials are voraciously taking in all of our videos. It is amazing how many times our videos get watched. I mean, we're talking millions of times. The videos are being connected, clicked on, they're visiting your money further, the actual consumer facing webpage. Our biggest ad that we're getting the most traffic on is the hamster on the wheel called Break Free. Um, you know, are your bills got you stuck? It has an 80% completion rate. So people are watching that ad from the beginning to the end. It also has our highest click-through rate. So a 0.21% versus the benchmark is 0.12%. So they see the ad and then they click because they want to know, I guess their bills have got them down. And so they want to figure out what the next step is. So that's very exciting. The other thing we've found that's been interesting is any messaging, whether it's print or digital video format, anything that says you can join, they click on it. They are interested in how to join a credit union. So it's important that I think that we understand that consumers are looking for us. They do want to know more about a credit union. I would say in sort of looking through this process, is the credit union understanding that people are looking for them and are they creating an environment that says, hey, I'm looking for you too, so that there's a, a match. What have been some of the biggest challenges in rolling out the campaign? I think probably having enough arms and legs on our team. I mean, we're six people managing and leading and, and you know implementing and launching. And so we're very lucky in that we work with many leagues across the United States who do give us a lot of their brain power, a lot of their manpower, and they're helping us do this. But coordinating all of those efforts and connecting with and explaining and making sure that we're all working together in unison is tough. I think that we're getting the best as a result of that because we're doing it in a step-by-step -step process. We're able to measure, make changes, adapt. We're able to make the campaign work specifically. So California is a really good example. California is huge. So we were able to do that in sort of a regional launch versus trying to launch the entire state. And so that way they have the opportunity to see what happens in LA and Orange County with the amount of budget that they have dedicated to that, and then from there, grow to the rest of the state. 
And so we're constantly looking at the variety of ads that we have. We're measuring monthly what ads do well. If an ad doesn't do well, we take it out and put a different ad in to make sure that we're reaching the targets in the local area and getting the best effect. And what are some of the biggest opportunities involved when you're launching this kind of on a state-by-state basis? The leagues make sure that no one is left behind. They are making sure that every credit union has the opportunity to be asked to participate and then be able to have access to all of the content. So that's really important. The campaign is focused on increasing consumer consideration nationally, but it has to be done sort of on a local level to do that. And it's going to take us time to go state by state, but we're going to get the best result as a result of that you know, step-by-step process. The other important fact is that funds raised locally stay local. So funds that are raised for Georgia stay in Georgia. Funds that are raised in Wisconsin fund the launch in Wisconsin. So I think that allows people to feel even better about their contribution because they're not worried about it going somewhere else. It is being applied on the local level and making sure that as they see the results happening in their state, it's because of the effort that they put in. It's not because of somebody else or somewhere else has contributed to the success. It's all them. And we really like that part of the campaign. Can you give us a kind of a behind the scenes look at what's going on with the awareness initiative? Think about a duck. We're like ducks on the lake. You can see as we look like we're just hanging out. We're launching campaigns. We're fundraising. We're communicating. We're getting things done. Under the surface, our little feet are paddling as fast as we can, trying to make sure that we get it all done, burning the energy, burning time, burning daylight to get all of the needs met and to get all the questions answered and to be as transparent as possible. So, um, you know, with six people leading and contributing to the campaign, we've been really lucky in that we have a lot of great experts within CUNA that we can rely on and ask questions of. As I've mentioned before, our leagues are instrumental in getting things done, you know, helping us sort of find out what's going on locally and then asking them for help. We have system providers that are also out there and saying, hey, we've got some expertise in this. Can we lend a hand? So those types of relationships have really made sort of the behind the curtain go as smoothly as possible. But we're a startup. We're a startup that's moving to stand up. And so as part of that, it's not as smooth as everybody would want it to be. And it's not as smooth as we would want it to be. But we've learned and we've grown and we've done things that are putting us on a great track forward. Is there anything you'd change about the campaign? Part of being this startup uh, sort of process is you make mistakes. You think things are going to go a certain way and then you try it and it doesn't go in that direction. We can't go backwards and sort of take that stuff away. What we have to do is apply what we've learned and go forward. And we're going to continue to probably make mistakes and we're going to recover and we're going to figure out what the next thing is that we should be doing. Marketing is a science, but it's also an art. And we're in marketing. That's what we're doing is we're branding and marketing credit unions. I think that we're updating our materials more frequently. We're communicating more frequently. These are all things that we've learned as a result of sort of not doing it perfectly before. And when you make a mistake, you raise your hand and say, oops, we made a mistake. We find out what we did and then we don't repeat that mistake again. And so I think part of the campaign is... In making changes, it's making changes for the good based on what you've learned. And we're actually okay with a little bit of trial and error. You know, there are parts of this that really are very formulaic. And there are parts of it where you're like, well, let's just try something a little different because each one of our states is different. Each one of our credit unions is different. None of them are cookie cutter. So you have to listen to what they're asking you to do and say, 
that makes sense. Let's give that a try and see what happens. What are your top priorities going forward? Two things, continuing to launch. We have got to get more and more and more credit unions and more states launched for this national effect of branding and fundraising. This whole campaign is actually credit union funded and system provider funded and contributor funded. And so those funds are coming in and paying sort of day by day, launch by launch, um, you know, ad by ad. We can't take our eye off of that because, you know, it's not like we have a huge savings account somewhere that says, hey, we're going to fund this for you. This is people helping people, credit unions helping credit unions. Looking two to three years down the road, what effect will the awareness initiative have on credit unions and and what do you see for the, the next iteration of awareness, say awareness 2.0? We are coming across a tremendous amount of data, consumer data. Every one of us has a digital fingerprint and it collects on your mobile device. It collects on your computer. And as people are visiting and touching on our ads and we're collecting that data, I think the next iteration of awareness is going to be taking all of that consumer data and putting it in a format that credit unions can then use to then target. Do we create more ads so that those targets can be connected with? Do we help those credit unions who maybe don't have the prowess to be able to do digital marketing? Do we do that for them? Do we continue with national branding, but using it a little smarter by because of now all of the consumer data that we've sort of connected with and collected? Who's coming to us and what direction are they leaning? What kind of cars do they buy? You know, how many kids do they have? All of this stuff, believe it or not, is all part of our digital fingerprint. And we want to totally maximize that opportunity and use it to the advantage for credit unions to increase their market share. Is there anything that keeps you awake at night as you think about the awareness initiative and all of its components? In a word, apathy. In just my six months here, I've heard, you know, we're not going to participate because we don't have the budget. Um, I'm too big. I'm too small. I don't see an ROI. We're not adding new members at this time. The funding guidelines appear to be too expensive for me to participate. These are all things that in a conversation, you could address those. But I remember reading once, don't have a heart attack in a crowd because everyone's going to think everybody else is calling 911 and you could potentially die because no one actually does it because everybody else is thinking someone else is going to do it. You know, you're supposed to have the wherewithal to point to somebody and say, call 911. Well, this is credit unions 911. Like we have to do something together. This isn't a, you know, well, I'm going to rely on the largest credit unions to pay for this, or I'm going to rely on someone else to pay for this. This is a national branding campaign created specifically to increase consideration and raise market share for credit unions, all credit unions, not bigs, not smalls, not mediums. Everyone can participate and we need to find the way to point to the credit unions and say, have you contributed? What we've presented from a financial standpoint are guidelines. If the guideline is not something that you can afford, what can you afford? And I think if you figure out how you can connect your credit union with this national branding effort, and we can do that together, I think all of us will do better. I think the whole campaign will be incredibly successful. So in the end, people choose credit unions over anyone else. Seems like now is our time to to be doing this. Now is our time. I mean, think about millennials are being targeted specifically by non-financial institutions. They're being targeted by fintech to do their banking via mobile app from somebody from somewhere. And it's like, wait, those targets, those people could be doing business with us. 
we say to credit unions, as we were talking about the campaign, if you look at your website, it should clearly say who can join and how you can join. It should clearly say, as you're looking through you know, the joining process, you should clearly say, and we have mobile banking, and here's how to do transactions digitally, and here's all of our, you know, our fun that you don't have to physically come to our branches to do business with us. This is how we, you know, this is how we're serving you because the existing members are not going to your webpage. They're going directly to their banking solution. They're going to the, the online banking programs. Your homepage is where millennials are going and they're looking. And if they don't see how to join or who can join, they assume they can't. If they don't see mobile banking that's available to them, they assume you don't have it. You may have it, but you may have it buried behind a firewall somewhere. So it's important that all of these aspects of your technology are out front and you make it really easy for consumers to figure out how they can become a member. So shifting gears a little bit, can you tell me a little bit about your leadership style? I am a leader who learned a long time ago that you're only as good as the people that you're working with. So my whole job as a leader is making sure that the people that are on our team are given the best opportunity to do their best, that they have an opportunity to grow and learn. People don't want to be in a stagnant position. They want to get to know new things. They want to see the path forward. Um, and so I think as a leader, my job is to show the path forward and find out what forward looks like for each person on the team. So I really enjoy coming to work every day and not just uh, you know finding out what our next task is, but what did you do this weekend? And what are you doing next weekend? And bringing those personal elements because you know we're around each other all the time. We're around each other more than you're probably around our own family members many times. And so um, I think leadership is, I don't always need to stand in front. Sometimes I can stand in the crowd. I can stand behind. Sometimes I don't even need to stand at all. Sometimes I can just sit and watch. So I think it's important to be able to know how and when to apply what it is that you need to do to make the very best outcome for your team. And what do you do when you're not spreading awareness of credit unions? So I, believe it or not, live on a farm in Maryland, just outside the city, about 17 miles away from our Washington, D.C. office. I have goats and chickens and uh, honeybees. So when I'm not at the office, I am living in an area where my closest restaurant is a Taco Bell and a grocery store. And so we live, um, you know, garden and animals and livestock and doing all the fun stuff that one would want to do that lives on a farm. So almost a complete opposite of being the city, you know, the city job. We live the opposite life. Most people like want to live in the city and want to be able to do takeout and stuff. And so I get all that while I'm at work. So I get to go out to restaurants and things. And when I go home, I have no neighbors. And it's, you know, it's not that I don't enjoy being around people, but I travel and I talk to people all the time. And it really is nice to be able to go home and just be quiet. Which for an extrovert, yes, we do actually enjoy being quiet once in a while. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. 